0: All right, welcome. It is wonderful to have you here once again. Welcome to the Damon Bruce Show here on Damon Bruce Plus. It is good to have you. It truly, truly is. We couldn't do this without you. And as a matter of fact, we're going to have to do some uh, corrections. I can already see it's not that I forgot to turn my lights on. We've already burned out a bulb, and we've already broken the plus sign. I mean, that's how much broadcasting we've been doing down here so far, and we're going to keep on going thanks to you. The YouTube subscribers continue to grow. Thank you very much. Please like, click, subscribe. All those things that you know how to do on YouTube. I'd love it if you could do it right here on the Damon Bruce Plus channel. And I'm very proud to announce that the podcast that you continue to sign up for continues to grow exponentially. We are now ranked number 82 in the country in terms of downloaded podcasts. So I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much to everyone. We've got quite a bit to get into, a look back at last night's play-in games, and boy, you could tell, you could absolutely tell that the playoffs, even though it's a play-in, have begun. Rotations are getting shorted. Guys who you'd think would be in for crunch minutes weren't. D'Angelo Russell, I'm looking at you last night in La La Land, and you just see a level of defensive intensity that we don't see in the regular season I mean there is a speed to postseason play that isn't quite even there on uh, you know it in the regular season It, it not even close not even close to defensive efforts that we just saw last night which made it a choppy and sloppy game what a combined 40 turnovers between the Lakers and Minnesota Timberwolves and look I know that we had a fun playing game. I don't know what we really learned about either of those teams last night. I, I really don't. What did we learn about the Lakers other than, hey, when LeBron and AD are playing well and a third guy, whoever that third guy is, whether his name be D'Angelo Russell or Schroeder or whatever, whoever is the third guy that comes along, all of a sudden the Lakers get a little bit dangerous. And to prove that, I mean, here's a little something for you. Since February 11th, the Lakers have the best record in the West and the second-best winning percentage in the NBA. So they have turned it on at the right time. Every Warriors fan is hoping that they'll be able to find a switch and turn it on at the right time, that right time being Saturday afternoon when they go up to Golden 1 Center to take on the uh, Sacramento Kings. But last night, I mean, it was proven once again, proven once again, that LeBron remains the premier force of nature in this league. God, he is still, I mean, he's he's not like for his age still good. That son of a bitch is still the best player on the court just about no matter what court he is standing on. It is the truth, man. Uh, he was very good. Anthony Davis and the Lakers are always hard to define. What are they? Are they about to be great? Are they about to take the night off? Are they about to have their legs broken from underneath them and go on a, a, a tear of disappointment? Or will they actually turn a corner? I, I don't know. And what do we know about the Timberwolves? We know that they were totally in a a high-intensity game with Anthony Edwards having a terrible game last night. Rudy Gobert nowhere to be found due to the one-game suspension. And they probably thought they were going to win that game. And they pretty much had won that game right up until you got the Schroeder going ice in his veins looking for the ice in the veins celebration He thought he hit the game-winning shot. Anthony Davis fouls Mike Conley in the corner on a three. Conley with three big-boy free throws to send that game to overtime where the Lakers end up pulling away and Minnesota collapsed. So they continue now going on to the play-in. What what do they got coming up next? I know that tonight we got play-in games going. We've got uh, Bulls and Raptors, Thunder and Pelicans. The Lakers are now taking on the two-seeded uh, Memphis Grizzlies, and it's it's going to be an awfully fun postseason. When it begins, it feels like the intensity of postseason play has officially begun. By the way, a relationship with Metallica has officially begun. At least their liquor rep, his name is Charles. Charles, thank you. I have uh, the t-shirts and the swag that you sent over. Blackened is the Metallica whiskey, which we even damn well drank on the air the other day. It is fan. I mean, it is really, really good. I love the rye. And boy, if we ever are able to put together a little sponsorship arrangement with Metallica, that would be cool on several reasons. Number one, hard rock reasons. Number two, uh, San Francisco icon reasons. Number three, mm, the whiskey. Oh, it's so good. So uh, thanks again, Charles. I'm sure we'll be talking again soon, and I appreciate how much you've come out and supported the show. My audience members, the loyal ones who've shown up from day one, you've supported me to no end, and I thank you for it. Now it's time for you to spread the word with your friends and your family. We don't have much time to grow this. It has to be quick. We got kids and a family to feed and a mortgage to pay, and this ain't some hobby. This is the career. So thank you so much for being a part of it uh did you see how grant Liffman's career has changed Did anyone notice him last night grant lifman who used to be doing some warrior insider outsider stuff just locally here he was a part of the bay area media he was part of nbc sports bay area and he did uh, a little stuff around the warriors and all of a sudden by doing that i guess he befriended travis schlenk who then left the Warriors to go run the Atlanta Hawks, basically. Shank kind of gets kicked upstairs or kicked, I don't kick somewhere, but he's still with the team. Grant Liffman got hired, and he's like actually doing stuff with the team now. Like he he is one of their what video guys? I I don't know. He's a scout. He's a Grant Liffman. I saw him dapped up by Hawks Brass as they went and won in Miami last night. By the way, I saw 17 official. NBA media members went 17-0 selecting the Miami Heat to win last night's game. So of course the Hawks were going to end up carrying the day. That's how it goes. You fade the public, you fade the media, and you can usually do pretty well from a gambling standpoint just by doing that. So uh, we have ourselves an angry Trey Young. Is is that what you're telling me? We got we got an angry Trey Young now. I am uh I'm down with an angry Trey Young. I think he heard that he. Might be the subject of an offseason trade rumor right before that game tipped off last night. He responds with 25-8-7. and seven. So we're going to get Hawks and Celtics in the opening round. This is going to be some fun stuff. I really think it's going to be some fun stuff. Uh, anybody uh, can obviously weigh in on the chat. We got the Skills Report, who is happy to be catching the show live from the very beginning today. Thank you, Skills. Cheers. Here's to you. The skills report, did anybody ever guess a team like the Timberwolves with a long and proud tradition of lottery participation would have the nuts to suspend somebody like Gobert for such a big-time game? i got to be honest, I was stunned by it too. Absolutely stunned by the whole thing too because you don't usually see a team strategically shoot themselves in the foot with a player that they just traded for first round first for and basically their future. I mean, Rudy Gobert is going to be a big part of Minnesota, whether they want him to be or not. I don't know how you go about moving him or finding even the concept of value if you move on from him. It was a weird decision when they made it. They made it. Uh, it's been an on-court okay story. Off the court, apparently, it's not the uh, where beige and blend everybody getting along situation like they thought it would be. So it, it was really weird. And then, with Rudy Gobert off that court, they almost played better without him. So that is a very weird situation. Our Chat King himself, Otis Bird Third, says, Who would have ever thought? Grant Liffman. Congratulations, indeed. Dude, it's pretty cool when people who you want to maybe pigeonhole as to, well, that's what they do. Maybe they don't do anything else. That's who they are. We shouldn't ask them to do any more. When they step outside of a comfort zone and they start going for it and things happen, believe me, I can relate to this lately, uh, yeah, no, it's very cool that Grant Lifman has found himself a bona fide NBA career. Uh, we have from Clarence Bakes, Carl Anthony Towns, more scared of fouling out than losing, uh, somewhere. Wilt is smiling again. I, I don't know if Carl Anthony Towns was the reason why Minnesota didn't carry that game last night. Anthony Edwards was the reason why Minnesota didn't carry that game last night. He, he was awful absolutely awful thanks so much i see a shoe shield reporting for duty appreciate that you guys have just been awesome here it is isaac i hope you're right isaac uh, david isaac says another day another damon bruce show that's what we're looking for That's what we're looking for. Some loyal customers and loyal listeners. We sure have them. By the way, I should never call you customers because we're not asking you to spend a dime on this bad boy. It is all to you for free. All you got to do is click subscribe, maybe like it along the way, and then we'll be able to make a mortgage payment eventually here and things will be good again so two playoff games are in the books two more coming up tonight around the nba and there is just a what's up a rainy day in fort lauderdale t from the 203 we got listeners in fort lauderdale that's all you need to know that's officially stretching coast to coast. I thank you so very much. We got listeners in Japan. We got a listener sitting in Denmark somewhere. Uh, I, I have a whole bunch of podcast stats that have been thrown back, people who are downloading this. A 2% of the audience is international, baby. That means we're officially worldwide. It is great to be uh, worldwide with you. Thank you so very much. Somebody, here we go. True Blue forever. fill the jar. What do you mean, the ganja jar? Yeah, fill the ganja jar, and eventually there'll be a little, uh, uh, what, we'll be opening up some, not a patron account, but sponsors, show sponsors, people who want to get in and really support it would mean the world. Thank you so very, very much. Hey, Damon, why don't you just spark a J on the upcoming 420 show? That comes from Paul. Paul, it's not the worst idea I ever heard of. Just tell you that right now. Little sippy sip. Here's the thing. Things get more intense when it's the postseason, right? I mean, we got to do more intense shows since it's going to be the postseason around the NBA, and you can just feel it. Like I was saying earlier, you can feel rotations have become shorter, playing harder. It's noticeable. I mean, you can see it. There's probably no sport that cranks up from a regular season to the postseason quite like the NHL because the hits get nastier, guys start start skating faster, and the whole thing moves at a breakneck pace. But I think a reason why a lot of people say that is because they're really not watching hockey until the postseason begins. So it's an easy thing to say, oh, this is so much better than what I bother not paying attention to. It is better. The amount of better just in terms of effort through two NBA Playing games as opposed to the way the regular season trickled through, uh, it's, it's noticeable. It's the difference between, we ain't playing all that hard tonight, and we're playing as hard as we can tonight. And I know that we're playing as hard as we can tonight is an impossible ask of any team, of any athlete, every single game, every single night. Human nature has to be considered. And you can't give 100% 100% of the time. It's just, it's true. It's true, but the, we ain't really playing that hard tonight nature of the NBA has come to define its regular season more than, Hey, these guys, they might not be playing hundred percent tonight, but boy, they're going at it. So that's something that the NBA officially needs to work on and look through and get right. I can tell you, it will be obviously gangbusters up in the golden one center on Saturday, warriors and Kings uh draymond got the matchup that he wanted i saw him talking last night over on the amp app and by the way i'm going to be doing some things on amp covering the nba playoffs having some fun over there i actually get to play some music over there a lot of tribe called quest some x clan we're gonna have some wu-tang we're definitely gonna have some metallica now that we're down uh in in terms i'm looking at this way. we're down with metallica long before they started sending me whiskey a little Metallica, a lot of a little fish in there just because we like to change the speed and throw a couple curveballs at you. So uh, there is an awful lot, an awful lot coming up in terms of covering that over on Amp where we're just having fun. I mean, we're, te- we're going to take that casual. You can download it. You can hang out. You can talk directly to me during the shows. It's going to be fun. Download the Amp app. I've got a show coming up, I believe, Wednesday or th- oh, Thursday afternoon. It's Wednesday right now. Uh, man. The matchups in in Sacramento are going to be – we're going to go through them before we get there, and it's officially time. To me, I mean this. I want to be the first to the marketplace with this one. Kavon Looney might be the second or third most important Golden State Warrior going forward. Neither the Kings, neither the Warriors play much defense. Quite often, I think in this series, your best defensive possession will be simply, who got the rebound? Did you get the rebound to end the possession? That's a great defensive possession, all things considered, as the Warriors start sharpening their knives to look like they hope they can look again on the defensive side of the court. Not a lot of empirical evidence that they're just going to go ahead, flip the switch, and do that. But with Andrew Wiggins back, with Gary Payton the second now in the in, in, In the rotation in the mix that could improve things need to get better but man it's going to be I think hard to find the winner in any game in that series without that team also winning the rebounding battle it's something that we're going to be keeping an eye on Uh, obviously other than the show the career my gorgeous wife the thing that I get to keep on the thing the things the people that i keep most of my eye on are the kids jack and ozzy are a handful and it really is amazing for a guy who didn't have kids until later in life to feel the true change that they bring to life it's extraordinary it's extraordinary It's some of the most powerful medicine any human could take parenthood is a massive game changer I would suggest you don't do it too early in life because it is an all time consuming endeavor in your twenties and your early thirties. You need to be shaking your own tail feather and getting your yaya's out, not taking care of anyone, but you know, Hey, if it happened, hopefully it all worked out for you. I think a reason why parenthood is so worked out for my wife and I is because we waited a little bit later in life to settle down, to get married and to have kids. And I mean, we love them to the, you know, to the end of time. It's extraordinary. Since having kids, when I see stories like this, I mean, it just, it hits me right here. It gets me right here in the back of the neck and then the eye. Uh, I have very good news to share to 49er fans who might have seen that cornerback Chavarius Colum Mooney Ward had his infant daughter. Her name is um, uh, Amina, A-M-A-N-I. Amani? whatever, however you pronounce her name, she is one tough little cookie. She is an infant daughter. She's five months old, and she has just come out of open-heart surgery. Mooney Ward uh, has said that she has battled. She has uh, done uh, very well in the surgery, and she is recovering. On the day that she was born, he got to hold her for a minute before they whisked her off to the you know, neonatal unit, and that is... Look, Jack went to the neonatal unit right away but was luckily out in just two or three days. It was all precautionary. Obviously, little Imani had something much more serious and we certainly hope that she is okay and I can't even imagine the stress that that puts on a family unit, on a father, on a mother. Oh, I mean, when I think about the stress that my wife and I just got thrown into by me being laid off from terrestrial radio to find ourselves quickly pivoting which has turned her you know full-time job that she does oh so well at salesforce into well here's another full-time job honey trying to build what we're building here i mean it's been a couple it's been a stressful month in the bruce household the thing that has been least stressful has been our kids because we just get wrapped up in them and you know we, we forget our cares and our concerns when we're with the kids. We give them our full attention. We put our phones down. We stop watching things like subscriber counts and podcast downloads and we give the kids our full attention. I can't even imagine, just cannot imagine what it's like to have a level of stress that, I mean, I, I can hardly talk about this without getting all welled up and teary-eyed. I can hardly imagine what the level of stress is when you got a five-month-old in surgery. Oh. Not a particularly religious man. All prayers to Mooney Ward and his family and his little daughter. My God. Oh. Seriously, I can't even talk about it. That's what happens when you're a parent. You start thinking about other kids, and it just it gets you. Oh, it gets you, Otis Bird. You're so right. You're so right. Prayers up for that guy and his family. A lot of that coming in. Yeah, these are the thoughts and prayers that really do matter. Absolutely, really, really do matter. Um, there you go. There you go. You're right, Drew. It is a shout out to the real MVP of this whole operation, Jillian Bruce. She's looking at this right now. I know she's at work. She's probably not concentrating too much on it, but she's looking at it and she's like, "The damn light bulb blew out over there, and you didn't fix it. I didn't notice until it was too late, honey." And the plu sign, that thing, that thing hates me now. That thing, it, that's nuts. Um, Drew is right. There is no crying in sports talk. But dude, that's heavy stuff. That's real life stuff. You know, I was talking to my wife. We're going through a lot of real life stuff. Pfft. We're lucky. We're so lucky compared to that real life stuff. So there you go. That is uh, a story that I just had to share. And hopefully, everything is doing well. Someone says, "Light the sign." It, it's it gets too blinky. It's uh, it needs a battery change. We'll 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 figure it out before tomorrow's show. Uh, look, we want to talk just for a moment, and I'm going to get back to your comments and your chatter and everything that is uh, going on on the chat. But just for a moment, final 10 minutes, 15 minutes so that we, we have here today, I just got to talk a little bit of baseball. Because, look, the Giants have a chance to take a series off the Dodgers with a win tonight. Clayton Kershaw historically pretty hard on, you know, about everybody in the National League, especially the Giants, though. They got to them a little last year. Hopefully that trend continues. I think we all know what the Giants are going to be. I mean, I've seen this movie before. Some of the names have changed. Some of them haven't. But we've seen this before. One time it had a shocking ending of 107 wins. But we've seen, I think, what we're looking at before. And what the Giants are going to do is offer you a near nightly level of decent pitching and they'll be hoping it happens everywhere else. We hope it happens at the plate. We hope it happens in the field with the gloves. We hope it happens on the base pads. We hope it happens in our bullpen. There's a lot of hope for a team that is you know, trying to chase down the Dodgers and the Padres who aren't built on hope, but are built on cash and actual major league talent. The giants are going to be good enough to look good one day and they're going to be bad enough the next day to neuter that hope. That's what it's going to be. But I will say this. It ain't the Oakland A's. You know, now that Farhan is there, the Giants are going to become the Oakland A's. I don't I don't think you can become what the Oakland A's are unless you have an owner that is actually trying to break faith with the fans that have always supported them because that is is kind of what's going on here. And I'm not even talking about how attendance bottomed out to in the 3000s as soon as Otani and company left town and the Cleveland Guardians came into town. We're not even talking attendance because attendance is a multi-layered, leveled problem that everyone in baseball, obviously the most extreme example of that being the A's, but everyone in baseball is going to be dealing with it. There's plenty of green seats dotting the... Uh, the, the upper deck of 24 Willie Mays Plaza, and will throughout the year. A full-on Major League sellout will be a rare thing this summer for some teams. And it's going to be incredibly rare for the A's. I pulled some of this just you know out of doing a little research today, looking at how uh, they have done so far in the season. Uh, my pal Kyle Madsen was also tweeting about this, and I took some of this from his Twitter timeline and tweaked it to bring it all up to speed through games played. And here's what you need to know about the A's. They played 11 games. They're 2-9 and nine in those 11 games. They've scored two or fewer runs in six of those games. They've scored five or more runs three times so far, but find themselves 0-3 in the games in which they've scored five or more runs in, including a 12-8 loss yesterday to Baltimore, where you had an Oriole having a whole, I mean, he, who, who was it? Uh, Mount Castle, whatever that guy's name is. I, I, I look it up. Uh, I forgot, but, um, he had nine RBI yesterday. I mean, that's a week in an afternoon against the Oakland Days. 12-8 loss in Baltimore. They were up 7-3 in the fifth inning. They let go of the rope there. So far, the Oakland A's, I wrote this down. This season, they've allowed an 11-run inning, a 6-run inning. They've also blown a 5-0 lead, and they've been shut out. Their 2-10 team batting average is the third worst in Major League Baseball. They're dead last in all of baseball with a 7-8-8 team ERA, and they still haven't had a starter reach the sixth inning. Again, the Giants are hard to watch, and they've got a a completely unimpressive run differential of plus two. They actually are two runs to the good so far this year, the San Francisco Giants. The Oakland A's have a minus 53 run differential, dead last across Major League Baseball, 12 runs worse than the second-to-last team, which is the Detroit Tigers, who've scored 41 fewer runs than their opponents so far. That's just dreadful. I mean, you got to be going out of your way to bottom out if you're playing baseball like that. The sad thing, and all A's fans know this, is that the bottoming out doesn't come with a bounce back. It's just furthering, bottoming out, and that is what the third or fourth most profitable team around Major League Baseball last year. John Fisher, fuck you, man. You suck. Totally suck. It's terrible. We got a lot of comments coming in. See, this is why I need a producer eventually to go ahead and sift through these things. Kathy, talking about crying in sports. The Oakland A's make me cry every day, and there's supposed to be no crying in baseball. Yeah, you're right about that. T from the 203 that Oakland A's crowd rivaled a Marlin's crowd, but at least that's a decent looking ballpark. You know? Absolutely drew down. You're right. Shout out Kyle Madsen. Shout them out. Uh, we have Lynn Kelly. Took me a few uh f- a few days to realize the the uh Plus is a uh, well, poor mentor for Plus for Bruce. I I I can't even Sansa Stark, thank you. I, I don't even There's words in there I can't pronounce, so we're just going to go ahead and... See, we wouldn't have clicked on that if we had a producer. The producer would have said there's no way Damon's going to pronounce that middle word right there. So it's not going to happen. Uh, What is this? Sansa? Remember Sansa talking about Damon? What? What are we talking about? Is there a commenter named Sansa Stark on here that I haven't seen yet? Or is Sansa Stark actually talking about me? Or are you looking at the Damon Bruce plus photo thing, which... Jillian actually thinks we're going to get a cease and desist from HBO at some point because it's got me sitting in the Iron Throne. Eh, we'll see. You know who made that for me? That that picture so many years ago? That was Elena, the button vixen. Bouton vixen. Elena made that. Uh, Anyway, the A's have already left us, says my Rhino. The A's have already left us here. We're just waiting for the physical move. You're right. I mean, you really... You really are right. I mean, sure, they're here, but they're not really here. They carry no conversation. I mean, look at it this way. There is no show talking about them in the Bay Area except this one right now, right? And this show isn't even Bay Area-based anymore. We're global. It's going to take some outside curiosity to come back and look at this team because they have killed interest within their own zip code in a way that you would think they wanted to, which they did. It's odd, though, to set yourself up for a move without an actual place to move to. And I don't care what the team tells you. The traction in Vegas has no real tire tread on it. And there isn't another city in America coming for the A's as they are currently built as they currently stand right now. Remember, John Fisher doesn't care about a baseball team and plopping them somewhere for the good of the baseball team. All John Fisher wants out of owning a baseball team is a real estate deal. That's it. He has no interest in the sport of baseball. He has interest in the Oakland A's because of the business that he could do around them. That's all he cares about. That's all he wants. It sucks. It absolutely sucks. Mark says, thanks, Damon. This all needs to be said about John Fisher. Dude, they're going to teach a class on this guy someday. They're going to teach a class on this guy someday, how he really goes down as one of the all-time most disingenuous worst owners ever ever in terms of the overall product, the way he's treated his fans, his customers, the way that he has broken faith with everyone in baseball. The only thing anyone in baseball appreciates is that, yeah, the A's were nice and profitable, but no one can point at that and say, good job, John, because the only reason why they're profitable is because he doesn't spend the actual money it takes to have a Major League Baseball team. He just sucks. Michael Navarro says... I'm a Reds fan. Feel that pain. Yeah, that is a horrifically run franchise right now by cheap ass owners who are just looking to. I mean, you cannot, you better not be threatening to leave if you're the Cincinnati Reds. Come on. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> Someone's like, remember Elvis Andrews from last year? Yeah. I mean, they had, they had to say goodbye to him because he was making an actual major league salary. You're right about this, Ernie. Elena, she was the GOAT, the Bouton vixon. Shout out, Elena, wherever you are. We're eventually going to have to have everyone who participated on the old-fashioned Damon Bruce show run through here eventually, right? We'll have Gianna in. We'll get Elena in. We'll get my first producer, Kyle Engelhart, who's – somewhere on a San Diego beach eating a taco right now, probably we'll have to get John Goulet back through here. I have to get Albie in. I, I I knew that when Albie left the show, I would be watching less South Park because Albie and I basically just spoke fluent South Park. I'd call him in the morning. Hey, be, what we got today? It's a little Ralph too there. And yes, yes, to can you have Ray? I don't know about next week. I think the Severance boys need to wait until that is put in the books, shall we say, before we reconnect on anything. But we will drag Ray over here kicking and screaming at some point in time. I can promise you. I can promise you that. And here's the thing. Yeah. Rodrigo says, you know, Fisher also sucks now as an owner to the San Jose Earthquakes. Yeah, he got his real estate deal, and that's that. You know, he wanted to build a stadium. He built that stadium, and that's it. That's good. Mission accomplished. Actually competing and winning, that that, that's, that, that, that doesn't matter. This, by the way, this, by the way, Andy Drake. Love you, Andy. Thank you. Bring the band back together. Thank you very much. Uh, but look, Oak Lanes, that's right. That is Elena's Twitter handle. Oh man, well I I totally forgot what I was going to say. I got uh I got distracted there. I got distracted. See this is what happens when I got to go ahead and push all these buttons. I'm just I'm just a guy talking in the microphone. Now I got to push buttons too. I didn't want to have to do this, but here we are. And it is it it actually it's an awful lot of fun. It is. Damon, who do you think is traded first from the A's? First person to actually look like they might be owed something in arbitration. We all know that. We all know that. Goulet, Alby, yeah. Oh, someone going way back to the KMBR days. Rocking New Era 84. Dave Feldhaus. Love it. Love it. Oh, d- dude, Dave, Dave Feldhaus. <laughs> Getting crazy love. Here's a good question. Damon, how much Metallica whiskey do you have left? We have a bottle and a half. Le- Again, I, I've been getting up early. I've been I've been working late. I I uh I haven't been drinking that much lately, but when I do drink, boy, I'm pulling from that Metallica rye. It's so good, it's so good. Somebody thought that when I said that it was like a Japanese whiskey that might have been insulting, dude. You got to check out what they're doing with whiskey over in Japan. Some of the best whiskeys in the world are now coming from Japan, and while You know, Kentucky and bourbon in America has got that uh it's got, you know, it's got a good bite to it that you like. The Japanese decided what we're going for is smooth. And the rye that Metallica has, the rye that Metallica has, here I'm gonna take the ticker down. You've seen enough about that baseball to tell this blackened blackened is the name of the brand. They got the whiskey, they got the rye. Blackened's Blacken's rye, Metallica's rye is so smooth, you would have thought that Steely Dan put it out. Seriously. I mean, it's that smooth. It's that smooth. You would have thought, is Donald Fagan possibly behind this whiskey? Not James Hatfeld? Oh. Damon, says Ernie. What about Dave Cavill and all of his BS? Well, dude, he's just he's just an employee he has to do pr for the a's and pretend things are going well when they're not when they don't he has to flirt with two cities at the same time um you know dave dave is just a worker b he's not a decision maker he's not he's not he's following orders that's all he does he's an e- by the way john fisher specifically i wonder like it, it I don't know what Dave Cavill's official title is, but it might as well be Human Shield for John Fisher. Every single time A's fans are motherfucking Dave Cavill instead of John Fisher, Dave Cavill is doing the job he was hired to do. He's just there to catch the bullshit. And I also noticed Kyle Madsen tweeted that Dave Cavill has not tweeted once, has no social media uh, presence in six days, ironically, the A's are on a six game losing streak. Batman twenty nine. What's up with you in What do you mean, what's up? We got we got laid off. <laughs> we'll have him on soon. We'll have him soon. He's probably enjoying himself, uh, Uh, enjoying himself a little, hopefully, uh, uh, blackened whiskey himself. Elena hasn't tweeted since December. I hope all is well with her. Uh, See, now you're making me worried. I'm sure everything is good with Elena. Somebody here is right about possible aid, trays bait. loriano has gone as soon as he finds a stroke or PEDs, whichever happens first. (laughs) I'll tell you. Loriano might not be the guy that he once was or show that promise or live up to it ever again. He'd be better in center field in San Francisco than what they got. All due respect to Mike Yastrzemski. Take another swig. Well, the bottle's not down here. I try not to leave the bottle. Here's the thing. There's, there's, there's enough product placement right here. Maybe I'll go upstairs and take a swig when the show is over. So, Look. Uh, here is what I want to sort of, someone says here, doesn't, doesn't Ray drink IPAs during the day? I hope so. I hope so. Ray, I, I, Ray eats like cartoon strip salami sandwiches, like two hoagie rolls, meat in the middle, no condiments, just looks like a cartoon strip sandwich and what he drinks IPAs, that feels a little too spicy for Ray. Like, like that, that feels way too out there for Ray. I'm glad you brought up beer, though, because that's where we're wrapping up today's show. Did you see that Major League Baseball is very proud of the fact that they're offering quicker games right now? Um, as a matter of fact, the average game through about a week and a half of the season is down 31 minutes from last year's game time and it's on track to be the sport's lowest game played time since 1984. So a lot of people have already said that even though they appreciate these games are moving faster, one element of the quicker pace of play that they don't like is they have... Less time to get up from their seats, go to a concession stand, get a drink, get a hot dog, go to the bathroom, maybe just take a leisurely walk around the concourse, kind of check out the ballpark. I mean, a leisurely walk around the concourse that you start in the second inning, by the time you get back down, it could be the sixth inning. I mean, that's how quick it goes. So um, Major League Baseball has historically always cut off beer sales in the seventh, you know, because... They don't want people drinking right before they leave the ballpark to drive home. Very esoteric. You know, they really, really want the best for their fans. They just want to make sure that returning customer today comes back tomorrow. They don't don't really care about your safety or health. Story on ESPN today says, MLB beer sales have been extended to later innings as games get faster. To combat that crunch time, at least four teams already, the Arizona Diamondbacks, Texas Rangers, Minnesota Twins, and Milwaukee Brewers have extended alcohol sales through the eighth inning this season. Others like Miami Marlins and the New York Mets, they have a little bit of a different rule. They'll still stop in the seventh inning, the usual cutoff time, but they haven't ruled out changes. As a matter of fact, oh, no, it's not the Marlins and Mets. They still stop, but they're considering expanding. Uh, The Baltimore Orioles, have already been selling alcohol through the eighth inning, or they basically they the Orioles open up the ballpark and they sell alcohol for three and a half hours after first pitch. So whether the inning or three and a half hours expires first, that's when they cut off alcohol. Um, and you know what? I was just asked by char. Uh, I was asked by a, a listener here on the comment section is blackened available at BevMo? Well, I can tell you right now, the person who could totally answer that is Charles Richards, who sent me this T-shirt, who is the liquor rep for Metallica. And he says, yes, you can get it at any BevMo or Total Wine. There you go. Pick up your blackened when you can. Get the rye. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, here we go. So look, uh, baseball teams are still going to get theirs. They still want to make sure that you spend that $9 on a Coors or $15 on another type of draft beer. They're still going to figure it out. And what is going to also happen is you're going to see some, I think, it's it's going to happen eventually. Every single team in baseball is going to have a patch. Like nearly every team in the NBA has some advertisement somewhere on their jersey. There's nothing really sacred anymore. So... At least you would be able to get a beer a little bit later in the game. But if the game's going by so fast, look at it this way. If you got a game that's sort of not going to extras, what are you doing buying beers in the eighth inning or beyond seventh inning anyways? At that point, you're like, all right, the next beer I'm going to buy is going to be in the bar we're going to go to after the game, and I'm going to stop paying Major League Ballpark prices for a beer. Again, just throwing out ideas to you good fans out there. So we did one last week. Danny G says, could we get a Tuesday trifecta on the YouTube show? We had a Tuesday trifecta last week. We didn't do one this week. We're not going to give away all our tricks each and every week. But uh, it is going to happen. Maybe it even becomes a sponsored segment. My wife and I got to turn into sales schmucks now. It should be fun. Maybe we should start selling beers, but cut off any beer sales when the show goes over the 30 minute mark we're still trying to figure out here the best way to serve you the audience not the best way to serve me but the best way to serve you what do you want out of this show like go ahead and shoot me a comment based on not just in this comment section but when the video goes up a little bit later on comment on that video from today's show and let me know what you want in terms of running time Uh, In terms of being able to find it, it is now available on podcast. It is available on YouTube. It's where you need it. Someone says, Sven, he says, can we get Gianna? Oh, she coming. Absolutely, you're going to get Gianna. But uh, no, you don't. Drew down. I vote for shirtless Damon. Nah. Nah. I mean, shirtless podcast Damon, that's the shirtless Damon you want. Otherwise... You don't need it. How does the show best fit you? You know, we 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 get all these analytics back, the data of your, you know, uh, this many people tuned into the show. This was the peak of the tune in during the show. The average listening time is, and we're trying to concoct what is the best way to do it all. So we will continue to ask you your ideas we're going to try to figure it out from our end. Uh we got people here who are signing up right now. Adam Harris, thank you very much. Adam Harris just subscribed. Adam, thank you again. Look, I've got 44,000 Twitter followers. I keep on pushing this out. We should have 44,000 subs right now. That should happen. Go ahead, smash that like button. Hit that subscribe button. That's what we need you to do as we continue to grow this bad boy. I thank you very much, D- Damon. Did your lady give you nipple rings? No, no. There's no way Jillian wants to see that. No way. This is a this is a terrible question from Derek. White Claw? What am I? Joe Fortenbaugh three summers ago drinking White Claw? N- absolutely not. Joe Fortenbaugh had a uh, had a White Claw summer there that was that was unnecessary let's just be be honest how about this damon expand into mma lots of local fans and fighters you know i i'd like to but i don't want to do anything that is going to insult people who really like the mma cuz i that is a space i do not know i i i got no mma knowledge since hoist gracie hung up the uh the gi i i, I I got. I'm. I'm out. I've been out of MMA for as many years as it's been in. There's a lot of love on MMA. Will we ever get an eight-hour show? No, <laughs> no, no. Unless we do some sort of marathon, we do something for charity, uh, and and we will be doing those things. Obviously, we got a lot of ties to the Guardsmen. I am a Guardsman here in San Francisco. We're going to be raising money for Bay Area at-risk youth. But we need to raise a little money for Jack and Ozzy Bruth so they don't become Bay Area at-risk youth before it's all said and done. Again, I've even stated the fact that we're probably going to be doing shows in that half-hour range. And look, we've already gone over by about 15 minutes. And that's just going to happen naturally. The nice thing here is we have zero rules. We can do whatever we want whenever we want to do it. So go ahead. Shoot a uh, a comment a little bit later on the video that gets posted on YouTube, the replay of this. Um, let me know. Let me know. We want to serve you. We want to make it right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It was an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. Thank you for being with me once again. We would not, we could not do this without you. You guys are the absolute best. Uh, next time you buy a bottle of whiskey, make it blackened from Metallica. I'm telling you, the whiskey's good. The rye is unbelievable. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and please do remember as you're enjoying your playing games tonight, getting ready for one last round of Giants and Dodgers before we see them back in town again, uh, remember that sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, he's gone.